Welcome to the Scott Shepard Podcast. I am a man on a mission to create an army of independent writers, creators, and thinkers who make a hell of a living doing what they love. And it all starts with one thing, and that is doing things the old way, the hard way, the deliberate way, the anti-net way. Listen in as I share thoughts and rants of what goes on behind the scenes as I create an independent knowledge empire where I get to spend my days doing what I love, reading, writing, and thinking while making a hell of a living and helping my people do the same. What is up, friend? Hey, so I was talking with a fellow anti-netter and a Scott Shepard letter subscriber, someone who recently discovered me, and I was having a VLC call with him, and you will know what that is if you read issue number eight of the Scott Shepard letter. Anyway, during this call, uh, this individual named Dan, he's an awesome guy, and he's in his 50s, he's using his anti-net, Zettelkasten, uh, for you know, personal development to you know read the Bible and extract knowledge versus and you know just content and material from the Bible in order to become you know a, a better just a better Christian live a better life uh, enact you know the true teachings of God yada 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 okay <laughs> anyway <laughs> it's kind of funny saying yada 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 after that um, the thing that stuck out for me though with Dan was, he uh, has had a fantastic career as a hiring manager for uh, a Silicon Valley tech startup. And he's had a, just a fantastic career in the space of recruiting. And he shared something with me, a, a little hack that worked uh, extremely well for him during negotiation. And what would happen is he would be speaking with, you know, his counterpart in a negotiation and, you know, Dan requested like a 6%, you know, um, you know, I don't know, rev share or fee from every single candidate he placed, meaning like he would get paid out 6%. And, you know, the person he was negotiating with would be like, no, how about 5%? And instead of, you know, splitting the difference, what Dan did was absolutely ingenious and it resulted in him, you know, quadrupling essentially his business every single year. And what it was and what it entailed was he would say, okay, I'll accept 5%. However, in exchange for that, after I land the client, I want five referrals from you per year. Meaning I want you to refer me to anyone else that has hiring needs or anyone else that could use my services. And in return for that, I will essentially move from 6% to 5%. How does that sound? And his counterpart, the counterparty in the negotiation would uh, essentially agree, say yes. And what it would do is it would allow Dan an excuse, an opportunity to, to stay in touch with his clients, the people he negotiated with. He'd call him like five times a year, you know, Hey, where's my, uh, I'm, I'm calling about my, uh, you know, one of my five referrals that you're going to send me this year. And just, you know, then, then they would shoot the breeze and also just stay in constant and regular contact. And so what it, what it did is instead of, 
you know, just making 1% more on just one deal, what ended up happening is he would get, you know, five, five more deals because of his willingness to move down from 6% to 5%. And then that had a network effect because every other new referral he got, which was a completely warm referral, by the way, right? And, you know, so he would just have this like internally built marketing machine that would essentially have this built-in viral factor that would scale because every single one of the referrals he got, he would do the same thing. Hey, I'll move from 6% to 5% if you give me five referrals after I blow you away with, uh, you know, my service and what I deliver and everyone agreed. And what it would do, not only would it, you know, result in referrals, but it would also give, provide an excuse for him to just stay in constant contact and regularly build out his network, his relationships. And it seems like, you know, a pretty obvious thing, especially if you're in sales, you've probably heard of such a thing before. Um, and, you know, I remember reading, there's a, a fantastic legendary marketer who I've actually met once. And as an aside, uh, this guy, he was such a curmudgeon. He would not, he would not take a photo with me. This, this marketer I'm about to talk about, um, the guy's name is Jay Abraham and he's kind of famous. Like he's been around since the eighties and he was actually friends with Gary Halbert and he goes back a long way. Anyway, um, here's my quick story about Jay Abraham. I was at an event, a mastermind, you know, which you had to pay like, uh, like $20,000 to be in this mastermind. And you got to attend two events per year. And Jay Abraham was there and I was just shooting the breeze with him one-on-one. And the guy was just bragging about how he can do 80 pull-ups. He's like, I do 80 pull-ups every single morning. And he's like, you know, I'm just laughing, talking with him. And then my assistant comes up and I had this assistant. She was like a high powered a CEO assistant that worked for all these big biotech companies. And she, you know, ends up working for me and she loved her job. Like she was awesome. And, uh, she came up and she's like, Hey, let me get a picture of you guys. And Jay Abraham's like, no, no, I don't do pictures with anyone. Sorry. Sorry. And he, he, he didn't really say no, but he like, like slithered out of it and said, Oh no, I, I gotta go. I gotta go run to the restroom or stuff like that. So he was kind of nice about it, but I saw him, this Jay Abraham guy do it like 15 times, like different people. And so the reason is, I think why he does that is he doesn't want other people to leverage and use his credibility that he's like built out for like, you know, 30, 30 plus years. Um, anyway, that's like an unrelated story about Jay Abraham, but Jay Abraham wrote a book, um, about, you know, how to get all you can out of everything you've got. Something like that. That's the title of the book. It was something, something along those lines. And I'll boil down the, the entire book really revolved around, what Dan, you know, my fellow anti-netter and subscriber, um, what he, you know, essentially did himself. And Jay Abraham's book was all about just asking for referrals and having this referral mechanism built into your business. And, you know, that's what I want to share with you is using referrals as negotiation leverage. Basically, you know, start with a high fee whenever you're talking to a client in the future. And this, this may or may not be relevant for you because, you know, most of my, my audience, you know, you, meaning you, you know, are like independent writers, creators, thinkers, and, you know, you may not have a business model yet or ever where you work off of a percentage deal. Um, you know, like, you know, for the most part, like my model is pretty simple, right? Like 
make making six figures, multi six figures, writing one thing a month in the form of a physical monthly newsletter and publishing knowledge products. But at the higher end of my funnel, there are things such as equity partnerships that, you know, because I'm exposed to a fantastic crowd and a group of uh, essentially entrepreneurs and uh, independent creators, writers, thinkers, you know, sometimes I see some people that I'm like, you know what, I want to do an equity partnership with this person. And therefore, you know, instead of me saying, hey, you know, instead of like a, you know, 25% cut, hey, I'll go down to 20% cut. However, I want you to, you know, go out and refer and find other deals, other opportunities for me. And, you know, have an excuse to hold them accountable to essentially be my agents and go find other deals and other opportunities, you know, and other partnerships for me. So that's just a creative mechanism that I want you to make be made aware of and uh, something I wanted to share with you. So anyway, I'm getting to my office. And uh, quite frankly, I don't know why, like I feel like freaking last few days, like really kind of tired. And I think it's because I've started once again, (laughs) smoking cigars. Last night I smoked a Hemingway cigar, like the same brand Hemingway smoked. And uh, man, I'm freaking wheezy, a little tired. So I think I'm going to cut that shit out. So anyway, I hope that little piece of advice helps you too avoid getting in the habit of smoking cigars because it affects your sleep and everything else. All right. That's all I want to say. Peace and love. And always remember to stay crispy, my friend. Hey, real quick. This podcast was made possible by my sponsor, which is me. Yes, frickin' me, Sir Scott of Shepherd. You see, I am committed to never shilling some dildo-freaking-hipster-crappy product like all the other podcasters do. All right? So my only ask is that you spend 10 seconds right now, pull to the side of the road, even if you're on the frickin' freeway, and rate and review this podcast. Then share it with a friend. That's my only ask. You see, this will help spread my movement. I want to create an army of 1,000 independent writers, creators, and thinkers who get to spend their days doing what they love, writing, creating, thinking, and taking notes using analog tools while also making multiple six figures if they even choose to. And more importantly, I want to help my people build a tribe, a tribe of people that they were meant to serve. And so by rating and reviewing this podcast right now, you will directly help me and many others in achieving this mission. Peace.